You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right. Hello, Hearts Unleashed, you guys. I have a very special friend here today. Um, I have a little bit of a backstory before I go and give you a formal introduction. This is my friend, Aziz Kafel. And did I say Kafel right, or is it Kafil? No, you said it perfectly, actually. Ah, wonderful. I love when I do things perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you guys, this is Aziz Kafel. And I met Aziz through a mutual friend over a year ago at this point. And we have worked together on many different levels. But one thing I can tell you about Aziz is from the very first coffee date we had, we said, okay, we got a lot of the same goals. Let's meet up. Let's talk about how our visions and our missions align. And it was so much fun to explore the world of growth and transformation with him. And so what he told me on this very first coffee date, he whipped out this notebook and he's like, can I show you something? I don't show everybody this. And he started showing me all these sketches of t-shirts and logos and phrases. And he's telling me all about this clothing brand that he was going to start, which uh, being a, being a life coach, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh heck yeah, man. I believe you, you can do it. And then we began to work together on creating transformational courses. And so it would spend such a fun adventure knowing Aziz. But one thing that I'll tell you is he's here on the podcast today to share that his clothing brand has come to fruition. So over a year ago, this man told me his idea and it was on on lined notebook paper. And today I have a shirt in my hand that literally says Lively that it says inspire on it. It's my favorite shirt. And he really has is someone who I was so excited to bring to you guys because this is such a perfect example of hearts unleashed. He is a young, positive individual who really carries the purpose of the universe. He wants to show people that living out loud and doing what you want to do is possible so that you can deliver your gift from the universe. He works hard every day to create and to live freely. He loves to take charge of his own life and show other people how to do that, especially by, um, wearing these very inspirational shirts and the clothing brand. And I see Aziz, I see you with t-shirts and hats and all the things. So he is truly committed to have a beautiful life with beautiful values and virtues. And then again, be an example to the next generation who's going to inspire people through their actions and the way that they live. So Aziz, thank you so much for being here. I'm happy to have you. Thank you so much. I love the introduction. Um, I remember the first days when we met it was just random. I, I, I set my intention of just having an amazing meeting, not knowing that the, the outcome will be 
that yeah. we can, uh, you know, we, we, we were about to start this, this beautiful, we started a beautiful journey, ended up uh, in a different path, but I think everything is just aligned perfectly. Oh. And, yes. I, I, you know, I, I remember I, all those, you know, meetings and calls made me grow so much. And, and now here we are, you know, seeing you also thriving in your podcast is also amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, I have to call out the accent. Can you, I'm just going to start with where you come from and we, I want you, I know your story, but I want everybody to hear your story. Thank you. Yeah. So I am French Tunisian. Tunisia is a little country in Africa, just above the Mediterranean Sea, uh, very close to Italy and Spain. So you can see a little bit where it's actually uh, located. And um, so I live there born and raised uh, for about 19 years. Then I left and went to France, uh, which is like my second country. Spent few years there, uh, around four. Had a bachelor in law. Um, you know, I was just growing and exploring myself, thinking that I was, uh, I wanted to become a lawyer. And just I figured out later on that I was, you know, just pursuing my mother and dad's wishes. Mm. And so I just were in a crossroad of my life. And um, I, I, I just, in a moment of a lot of uncertainty, I had one certain decision to make. And I made it very quickly. It's like, let's go to America. I felt like a calling, I felt a voice. Um, you know, I learned to tune in uh, at a moment where I actually needed the most. And um, from there, so of course, some obstacles came, challenges, um, and, you know, I think that whenever we are bound to start something that we actually really hold on our hearts, we are going to encounter difficulties. And actually, I think that the, just the universe is trying to test the mm -hmm. commitment and the real desire behind it. And so mm -hmm. we either give up because we don't really want it or we're just going to push through and, you know, climb that rock or just bypass it, but not just stand in front of it or maybe just turn our back and leave. So that's what I did. I came here in 2015, September 2015, um, you know, discovered the, the, the city of Los Angeles. And, and the day when I, I remember when I landed, when I was actually looking from, at the city from, from the plane from above, I said to myself, this is it. This is it. It just felt right to me. This is just a calling. This is just where I always wanted to be. And um, didn't know my plans yet. I just wanted to learn English uh, and just discover a new environment and actually step away from what I've done until that day, which is being in my home country and like being with familiar faces to discovering a new culture and discovering new people and a new language and a new environment. Yeah. So yeah, I, I had like some rough moments, uh, you know, catch slept for a month, but I was so grateful. Um, and then from there, everything started to open up. Yeah, that's a little bit of my story. Yeah. Well, and so coming here, because you definitely, the, for as long as I've known you, you've just talked about how big your dreams are and the impact that you want to make. And so I have it that you've known that for quite some time. At what point did you, because you said, I, I went to school to place my mom and dad. Like I, there's many of us who do that. And so what was that turning point? What was that moment that you felt called to do something so much bigger? I think my reflection in the mirror, I actually took one step back and I said, are you happy, honestly? Are you feeling that you are doing something fulfilling for yourself? And 
and then looking at myself in the mirror, which I'm totally, I was totally different from the person I am today. Yes, I was a positive person. Yes, I was, you know, smiling and happy. Just having joyful life, I think, is just take it wherever you go. Uh, but living your dreams and living your passion and like living for yourself actually multiplies that. And you really step into your power. And this becomes, you're in an active mode and you're like, uh, you know, doing something and striving to move forward. You can always be happy and doing something you don't like, but it's better to be happy doing something you even like like so even even that that started actually coming in my mind like okay i'm in the last year of my bachelor and i don't see myself i don't see my future there i feel that i'm missing something like tony robbins said success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure i didn't Mm. know that code at that time but i felt that i wasn't fulfilled there was success i was getting my degree but that wasn't this joy inside, like, yes, this is the right thing. Yes, I like it. I'm just, you know, getting all my classes and stuff. So I, it came to me one day that I was, um, you know, trying to, I thought that I wanted to learn English to become a better lawyer, you know. And then I said to myself, then the best thing to do is to go in an English place um, and an English country and an English speaking country. And I was just driven and like called by this call in my soul just whispered something and I still remember it is like why don't you try Los Angeles I was like oh that's weird like just came to me like this this is so certain in a period of my life when I was in the middle of uncertainty and I didn't know what what to do and uh, I started making phone calls I started and I started seeing it happen uh of course the mind is always here to stop us from transforming from doing something that is unfamiliar so, of course, you know, I, I, I thought, oh, maybe you don't know the language. Nobody's going to help you there. That was actually the dialogue that I had for years. After coming to L.A., after a few months, I looked back and I said to myself, that's all I wanted from, uh, like, years. From probably when I left my country, I should have came here. But my mm-hmm. path made, came, like, just different. The universe made it different. I needed that step in France to really understand, to really um, face things that I couldn't face here and to learn to live by my own. Now it's been like seven, eight years. I'm living by myself away from my family. So you get to, uh, that step, the three or four years in France helped me learn mm-hmm. how to live by myself and deal with it and deal with the distance and the emotional, um, you know, challenge of being far from the people you, we love and being by myself in a country. So I had this dream of becoming the first person of my family to cross the sea and come to America and actually, I would say, use the word conquer, yeah. you know, conquer it, like, like make something, not just come and be present and just, you know, um, take space and then leave. Like a lot of people can do that. I, I want to make a difference. You want to make a difference in your life. You want to make a difference in the people's life around you. And then um, I, I, I encouraged my best friend to come with me. So he said, okay. So it actually also even encouraged me even more. Um, and then from there, that's what I actually, um, that's what actually started the sparkle. It was yeah. a voice, it was an intuition. And when I look back, it was the only way possible. And um, I don't see any other option. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very glad I heard that voice. And since that day, by the way, I started learning how to tune in with that voice and actually clear the noise, which is an, it's such an important thing for everyone. Whatever path we take, what, wherever we are, there's this still little voice that always whispers. Like the mm-hmm. mind and the ego shouts and screams and actually comes from the front. 
the, yes. the soul is always the nose. It comes from the back of the head and whispers in the ears. Never orders you to do something, but always actually proposes to you. Like, why don't you, should, should you start this? Why don't you think that will be some, this will be something that you can do? Why yeah. don't you think about doing this first before dropping it? And then yeah. it's your job to listen. It's our job to, to actually tune in and listen to that voice. And it, it becomes a gift and even, I would say, even like a talent. Yeah, something I, that we actually learned to do. I wanted to say, like, I love your analogy that the ego is in front shouting and the essence, the spirit is behind whispering in your ear. So what sort of tips would you have for listeners who are, they can hear the whispers, they can, they can sense them, but they're scared. Like you're someone who you've done it. Like it doesn't matter how it's gone. Cause like we all have our journey, but the, that you did it you took the step, it was to France and then it was to LA. And like, what do you have to say to somebody who they may be hearing those whispers, but they're dead scared. This, you, just by hearing you, you just said it. You took the step, just take one step. And then one step at a time. The next day, another one. Start with a small thing, make just one phone call. Yeah. Go open one book. Mm-hmm. Listen to one podcast or just go for one run. Yes. Throw that unhealthy uh, meal that you're actually about to start eating. It's just yeah. one step. And then I will say create a game plan. The thing that why we're scared of doing what we, we, we are fashioned to do or what we are called to do is because we see, the, we see it too big. We make it too scary. We should actually break it down in small pieces. Mm-hmm. When you see a plate full of food, we tend to say like, oh, I'm already full. I don't really want to eat all this. But when you actually take small bite by small bite without even noticing it, we're already halfway. And then you keep on going and you keep on going and you create momentum. So try to get that creating that momentum. It's very important. It's small with the small steps. Yeah. Making that phone call, saying sorry, or mm-hmm. you know, getting that plane ticket or mm-hmm. saving that $50 doesn't have to be saving 5,000 first, but you save 50 and then the next week you say like, oh, I like it, I'm gonna save another 50. When it becomes 200 after two weeks, three, you're like, all right, then this works. Yeah, I love that. You know? And I love the the step by step and forward momentum. It, it does definitely create more momentum. And then on the other side of that same spectrum is what did you have to give up in order to go forward? I want to say almost everything, Mm. almost everything. Of course, it doesn't have to be that radical. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be that dramatic for everyone. (laughs) Uh, We have different destinies. I think we have different characters. Of course, some have, you know, more advantages than others in life. Some have a harder time to actually adapt. Doesn't mean that they don't, don't adapt, but just they take more time. Some have just more courage and more adventurous. They are more adventurous. Mm-hmm. Some people are a little bit more into being in safety mode. It doesn't mean that you cannot start something new or, you know, uh, go for that diet and start, uh, a, a, you know, a training plan and a workout plan. It doesn't mean that you can find your balance. We do all find the balance. Mm-hmm. But for, my, for myself, I had to give up my family. I had to give up my degree. I had to give up the country that raised me in the, my, my second country. 
I had to give up my friends. And then this is a very important thing that I had to do. And it actually can apply to, to, to a lot of people. Just burn the boats. You mm. want to try something new? Burn the boats. Look behind you. There's ocean. Yeah. You cannot cross the ocean in, uh, just by swimming it. Mm-hmm. We're just going to sink. But you need a boat. Yeah. In front of you, there's the goals or the enemy or whatever you want to accomplish or conquer. You burn the boats. You don't have no way but just going forward, just fighting. Yeah. That's when you actually get the best out of yourself. Like, like, for example, Thomas Edison, who was in steel one of our, the greatest inventors of all time, was actually releasing press conferences saying that he invented something before actually really inventing it, just so he can put pressure on himself because a lot of people are better under pressure. Mm-hmm. I am and I was and I'm still better under pressure. Mm-hmm. I like having a game plan, but pressure is something where I strive in. Mm. Not, not for everyone. I get it. Some people maybe need more time, maybe, maybe like a couple tries before. Yeah. But that's why it comes back to a key thing. How good do you know yourself? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, love, I love that idea because you're calling it pressure. And I, I do agree with you because I, I, I refer to it almost as like deadlines. Mm-hmm. I like telling on myself about my dreams and it actually, I think that's why I like you so much. It was when, when I remember when we did meet and you're like, look at my, this, this clothing line, like I am creating this, this is a thing and it will be a thing. And, you know, to give yourself those deadlines, I, I do deadlines all the time and to really create the accountability and get a little bit of like fire under your butt, because I think that when so many people have so many people have so many dreams that they never never come to fruition because we don't put a deadline or that added little bit of pressure where we kind of tell on ourselves about our dreams you know and i think that's i think it's so important because you know admitting that you have a dream um what is it i i'm going to rem- like a person without a dream never had a dream come true i'm trying to remember who said it but it's that if you're not willing to at least have the dream then you're never like it's just going to be that kind of lackadaisical or ordinary kind of life and anybody listening to this podcast is not up for an ordinary life <laughs> so, exactly exactly and neither are you and so tell us a little bit about what kind of, I'm going to ask it in this specific way because we've been talking about it. What pressure did you put on yourself to get this clothing line out into the world? I said to myself, um, in life, we don't have that many shots. We have a few. If you know how to take them, we can succeed in the long run. So the, the pressure that I put on myself is, I am successful people. Uh, sorry, I'm a successful person. I am a goal getter. And I just started talking about it to others. There's something that commits me personally. Maybe other people will identify with it and understand it, maybe not. But talking about it and sharing it with others commits me because now my own self-image is on the line. It doesn't mean if I don't do it, I'm going to feel less. It's just that it actually pushes me forward. Mm-hmm. It actually says to me, I didn't sacrifice all this time away from my family, didn't see my parents, my brothers grow, didn't see my family for such a long time just to, just to make it an intent. I want to go there to become the best. This mm-hmm. is a mentality. Do you want to be, some people want to play and be okay in being in the middle of the pack. 
Some people want to play and be okay with just participating, even if they come last. And some people want to play and they will be okay with third place. And then the others will only go for the win. And even if they come second, third, or, or even last, the mentality of the beginning was, I'm just going to go there to, to actually become one of the best, to mm-hmm. actually try to finish, finish first. And then when you start the mentality of, I'm going full out, you're training your month of preparation, everything will actually be enhanced, multiply your commitment, your focus, your determination. So that's also very important, how committed you are. And that also comes back to, are you doing something you really love? So, uh, you know, the pressure that I put on myself is look at what I really love to do. What is my passion? Is it fitness? Yes. Is it fashion? Yes. Helping people, putting all together. And then kind of crafting the beautiful pieces, like cooking a nice cake. You know, you just don't put the chocolate and you're like, here's the cake. You just kind of have to put different ingredients in it. You know, what's your purpose and the action, the gift, the talent that I have. I want to cook a beautiful thing and then serve it to the world so they can eat from it. And then it's going to be pleasurable. It's going to be nice. Something really cool. And then I wanted the pressure to come back to the question. The pressure was just, again, my reflection in the mirror. That's where it always comes back. The mirror is probably the greatest invention of all time. <laughs> Just because it shows so much about us. Yes. It's, it's about, about our beauty or our ugliness, or about our success or our biggest failure. And I think that the mirror is so important because for years, I, I remember when I was in high school, going back home to have lunch in between classes. And I was just washing my hands before uh, lunch and I didn't dare looking up the mirror so i was going in the restrooms or you know and i was with my head down washing my my hands drying my hands leaving the restroom without having the the courage to actually look up that hurts a lot because there's something very important abby is like we cannot hide from the truth this Mm -hmm. only thing that's always going to be constant is the truth you can lie yes but inside of you you know what's true if you know that you're overweight don't try to find terms that makes it sound good. Don't try to buy large when you actually wear, wear extra large. The truth mm-hmm. is that we cannot hide from it. We can hide it to mm-hmm. others, but ourselves, the truth is that we cannot hide from it. So taking responsibility for ourselves and personal accountability is so important. And then the mirror is the best because you can really see if something is not good. It doesn't have to be appearance. It can be inside. But mm-hmm. the eyes are the window of the soul. So what you cannot see with your eyes, just look again, plain in your eyes, and then you'll see it. Your body is, yeah. if you are good being overweight and you think you're beautiful and you own it, I love you. I like that. <laughs> and I'm so happy for you. Just be that. But if you feel that it's not you and you're not proud of that, it's our decision to change something. So it was yeah. my decision to change something when I felt that I wasn't good. And then to come to America was a huge decision. So, by the way, we're talking about life. We have a few occasions to actually stand out. Those occasions actually be, we're going to be come in hand with taking a big leap, making mm-hmm. that big jump. Like talking about small steps, it's important, right? But there is at some point, there's no way that there's no other way than just jumping out of the cliff, keeping faith, and knowing that on your way down, you're just going to grow wings. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, th- th- there's no small steps there. There's mm-hmm. just, I am just going to do it right now. You just close your eyes and jump. Mm-hmm. And this is very important. Like this is going to be like maybe one, two, three big leaps that we take in our lives. Like conscious and decisive. Like things that we actually, I'm, I'm really right now going to do it. Like, yeah. you know, yep. so, 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 you know, a dream, a dream is a vision. So you're going to see it. You want to see yourself on the other side of the cliff already with your hands raised before you make that leap. And then you got to yeah. keep faith that when you jump, um, someone bigger is going to catch you and help you out along the way to cross. Right. So yeah, that's, <laughs> I love that's yeah, that's my answer to that. Yeah. So how was this creating Levy, the big leap for you? What has, like, what wings have you had to build on the way down? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, since I started my business, since I started my journey here in America, yeah. um, I, I've, 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 I grew. I grew because I put myself in hard situations. People stay soft and don't move in life and stay in healthy kind of patterns of nine to five or being treated like poorly by their, you know, husbands or wives, whatever example, because tend to not take risks. So what I had to learn was trusting myself, trusting my instincts, uh, going out. I was a very, very shy introvert, not introverted, but shy person when I was younger. And I just had to learn to be extroverted it doesn't mean that i had to give up being introverted because i like being like intimate with myself i like being you know be that part of me i didn't want to lose it but i had to learn for the job for the sake of the dream and the vision and the brand and and my family now who believe in me who and the people who actually heard about it and now i'm not only accountable for myself but others I just had to put myself out there and just started to talk, talk with people and, and messaging people that I didn't know on Instagram and get to reach influencers and, and, and from all over the world. And, you know, um, you're making phone calls and take a risk and, and go out there and try to find design and take a piece of paper and just sit and try. Yeah. You know, going to the gym, like the, the, the gym that I work at and I also work out there and have a training plan there, it came from a decision. Like I, I wanted that place, so I manifested it. And then it, it, now I ended up, you know, finding an amazing place where I actually train six days a week and I actually do martial arts two days, three days a week. And that also helped me in my business because I'm taking that while I learned there to create videos, to create contents, to model for the brand, to embody it. Some people can say, well, it's a kind of egocentrical. No, it's a marketing strategy. It's a marketing strategy and it's embodying your dreams and your vision because if you like modeling, if you see yourself doing it, then you got to work for it. Because five years ago, three years ago, or even two and a half years ago, I wouldn't able to because my body wasn't ready for that because my mental wasn't ready for it to step in front of a camera. My first shoot was, it was funny. It mm-hmm. wasn't like today, like, and we learned. That's what we learned. I had to learn that too, how to, st- how to stand in front of a camera, how to make sure that my fingers are a certain way, how to, what is my best angle, um, you know, how to play with the lightings. All these are kind of small things I actually learn, how to talk with people. Communication is so important. Empathy, 
patience is a key. It's a, for me, patience is not even a quality. It's a virtue. And virtue is even harder to get, harder yeah. to grasp. And then I, I not only learn skills, but it actually teaches me virtues. And yeah. what's better than that? What's better than that, you know? I love it. And so tell us what, because you're, I feel like you, you use the word embody. And I love that because it's becoming more popular now or more of a known term to truly embody like who you want to be and the essence of the life that you want. And so like, I feel like you embody Leavely as a mission and a brand and a purpose. Like that is who you are. It's, it's like such, it's like your left arm. It's an extension of you. And so yeah. what is the, um, what is it like to embody that? What is the mission and, and message of Levy? Levy, sorry, Levy. It's okay. So Levy is, is for all visionaries who live truly, love deeply, act freely, and listen to their own fashion gut. So this slogan is just saying everything about a brand, and a way of life. You wanna, you wanna, we wanna live truly. We wanna, the, 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 the people and the, the one that I work with are also people who are trying things. People who are actually creating. They are in the active mode, you know, not a passive mode in life, not waiting things to happen, but making things happen. Living truly, going on adventures, creating, loving others. And, um, and, 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 and loving truly also, the second part of the slogan is, is doing what we love, loving our brothers, our friends, our, the strangers that actually we cross the path with, loving, loving life. And then act really, it's also about that, not let other people have the power in our action, thoughts, emotions, feelings, and, and, and wear the way they want to wear, whatever clothes you choose, that's, you, that's the way of life. Act the way you want it. Go on adventure whenever you want it. You know, uh, starting waking up early. Even even if some people tell you, what are you doing? You should get some rest. If you feel in your heart that you want to get up early and do things and start your day early, do it. Act. And then listen to your own fashion gut. It's, if, even if I not take off the word fashion, it's like listen to your own gut. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Be, you, be the one who actually leads your life because otherwise you're going to be disappointed and you'll be really, really disappointed from what comes from the path of some, someone else leading your life. Yeah. So, and then we, we create fashion around it, you know, yeah. uh, because we are clothing brands. So fashion is important. It's the way we dress is like an external sign of who we are, you know, and there's no right or wrong. Fashion is an art. There's absolutely no right or wrong on how you can wear a bracelet, how you can wear a tie, how you can wear a t-shirt, how you can wear like any other piece of clothing. You just want to be who you, who you want to be. And then you dress the way you want to be. You will listen to the music that represents you. Then you also can dress the way that represents you, who you, you are in your soul. And um, what Livy is for, it's, it's, to break it down, it's actually two words combined. The, word, the, the verb live and the adjective lively. So we live a lively life. We live a positive life. And that's what came up with Livy. Yeah. And, um, and then and, and it's actually a nice name, cool. Like just cool, like, like who we are. We're just cool. <laughs> we're living life. We are young, we are living, we're, we're free, you know? Yeah, that's what it that is. is cool. <laughs> and so, so where can someone go get this cool clothing? So we have, uh, of course, we have um, an online store. It's www.levyapparel.com. 
So it's actually spelled L-E-A-V-E-Y, apparel.com. And uh, you can find us on Instagram, same thing, Levy uh, underscore apparel, and then Facebook. And um, hopefully as soon as possible, we can start distributing it in bigger, bigger store. But um, knowing that we are a few months in the project, we started in 2016, 17, just to say that to, to, you know, to everyone that things take a lot of time and nothing comes overnight. And this idea of overnight success is just a myth, really, yeah. really. It's not unless you have the chance and, and you know, the, the, the blessings to, to play a lotto card and you win it, the chances are probably that you want and then and, and, and then that you got to just be patient. And when you start something, um, it's going to take, here's the very key about business. It's not about weeks or months. It's about years. So make sure we do something that we love so we can sustain those years of uncertainty, of doubt, because they're going to come. If we do something that we're not passionate about, then we're going to give up. And then we got, when we're going to start projects, mm-hmm. especially now in our generation, and this is amazing, by the way, it's not something just bad, but we, when, 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 when someone is a winner, th- this mentality will actually help in what I'm about to say. There are going to be competition. There are going to be other people who already started where we started. And, and today, innovating became harder because internet and everything around technology, now, there's this saying, it's like the, the moment that you're asking yourself, should I start something, someone is already doing it. So you got to make the jump. You got to take the leap. You got to start. And then you'll figure out along the way. I didn't know how to create a website. My website is done 100% by myself. I didn't know. <laughs> how to even create an email address. I still struggle with that. But I still, I just did it. You know, Google is the answer. Just Google everything and you'll find out. And then um, there's, no, there's no excuses. There's people who make excuses <laughs> not to. And there's people who never make excuses and just find ways. There's always, always someone to ask. Like, yeah. like there's ultimate resources. There's not a thing that I, I, I don't have money or funds. There's bank loans, there's uh, crowdfunding campaigns, there's uh, please daddy, help me a little bit by just, you know, lending me some money. I'll work hard to give it back to you. There is, there is ways. There's people started with $1,000 and then now they have an empire. Courage, yes. passion, love, yes. desire, commitment are your ultimate resources and they're free. You just got to embody them. Mm. Like talking about embody them, lean into it. Lean into it. Like yes. when you jump in yes. a pool, you're just surrounded by water now. So just jump again, again, and again oh. every day. <laughs> I love it. And I, I love it. And I want to acknowledge you for being someone who does exactly that. You live what you're preaching and you certainly are preaching. I'm over here with my hands. <laughs> like You just got it going on. And so thank you for sharing your knowledge and sharing your you, I love, like, I'm so present to how resilient you are and the way that you keep showing up for your dream. And that's why I want to have hearts like you on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, because there are so many listeners who are truly, they're hungry, they feel ready, but they might be a little bit scared and that's okay. I feel like everything you said today speaks directly into the hearts of the people who are 
really looking to shift from dreaming to doing and from just believing they can have it to actually achieving it and having the life that they love, the life that they talk about and that they may have been in process for years because you're so spot on that there is, there's no overnight success. It's such a myth and it's, it's anybody who seems to have come up overnight was really secretly at work for, for the last 10 years or whatever. And so I just, you know, thanks for bringing that because in a, in a social media world, it can seem like very confusing that that's the case, but anything that happens, like if someone is an overnight success, quote unquote, it's usually not sustainable either. If they're not prepared to be that successful, it's going to go away as fast as it came. So Yes. I love you sharing your real journey, the, the true, put your money on the table, put your cards on the table. It's time to really show up for what you want. And you've been doing that. And I just acknowledge you. I acknowledge who you are. And I want to thank you for being here. So one more time, where can we find you? It's, it's Levy Apparel. Yeah. So it's Levy Apparel. Apparel is just A-P-P-A-R-E-L. And then dot um, com, liveyapparel.com is the website. Awesome. Um, you know, we know have a lot of things coming. We have a summer collection coming in about a month. Great. Um, awesome. And um, I hope you guys check it out. Heck yeah, you guys check it out. And I will be doing all the tagging. It's 2019. So I will tag Aziz. I will tag Levy. I will put all the um, addresses in the show notes. But I just want to thank you hearts for coming to the show today to really just absorb Aziz and his heart and who he is and be sure to absorb his clothing as well. Go get your shirt, go get your hat and sweater. Um, Thank you guys for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.